Hey dear, wow, new Doctor. Uh, same season, because they kind of changed Doctor's mid-season. But episode 30, technically. The Power Listen. of the Daleks. Listen. What's it, we, what's, what's it about? We literally saw last episode, quote-unquote, that there was reason for it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. What happens? Uh, well, it's animated. All of it. It is an anime. Wouldn't call it an anime, but it well, is animated. All, all six episodes are missing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. There's also some 3D animation, which is pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's a mixture. It's it's like uh, early 2000s Disney. The the parts that needed to be 3D were, which was most of the technology sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, quote unquote technology stuff. And we'll get to that. And it's a six parter, so we are in for the long haul. So, mm-hmm. the doctors just changed, right? Polly yep. and Ben are like, who the fuck? What is happening? And they're they're really confused, and they think that it's impossible to change bodies, even though they time travel and space travel. And the doctor sits up, and then the worst fucking noise of, like, a whistle or something in my ear, and it was really painful, and it was only in his head. Uh, but his his vision comes to, and he stands back up, and he's in ill-fitting clothing, because he hasn't changed clothes. Um, mm-hmm. walks over the console, messes with a few buttons, and Ben goes, Doctor? And he kind of looks at him, and then we go, Shwish, away. And the ring even falls off the Doctor, his very important ring, which he then, like, adjusts himself around, figuring everything out. Ben is confused, because he doesn't even act like the Doctor, and Ben is like, what the fu-? And then his hand at a mirror. <laughs> mm. And... There's a weird moment where the reflection in the mirror kind of warps to Hartnell for a second and then goes back. Yep. Uh, but the doctor keeps looking for more clothes and then he has a knife. And <laughs> <laughs> and Ben and Polly even ask, like, who are we? Who are you? And he's like, wait, you don't know who you are? And he's just digging through all the doctor's trinkets, honestly. The ring doesn't fit the doctor. And Ben's like, obviously you're not the doctor. And he's like, bitch, I'm a butterfly. And he's been renewed because the TARDIS helped him live. And it tells, and, okay, this, hmm. I thought he asked the TARDIS console to come towards him. And he's like, come here, come here. He was actually talking to Polly and Ben. Yeah. So, <laughs> that was something. Uh, Polly comes over and tries to talk to him, but he doesn't really give, like, any answers. And he starts reading the 500-year-old diary, which is a lot of gears for a very small book, honestly. Uh, But he puts on his pilgrim hat and goes to head outside. And Ben's like, you haven't even checked the oxygen. And he goes, it's this, and then walks back outside. And he's like, okay, sure, I guess we'll follow you. And it's a smoky planet with rocks and bubbly water noises and... He's walking around, reading the diary, avoiding the acid mercury pools, but then steps one, steps in one, and goes, Heh. and angry, angrily yelling at Ben and Polly if they're coming or not, and then he starts to measure a rock. Oh no! He he backs up and then leapfrogs it, and okay, said, well, 
he does say uh, time to take time to 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 have some tests uh-huh. testing out his new body mm-hmm with leapfrog and then suddenly there's a man screaming hello and he has a Vulcan button and he's from Earth and then he's shot while talking. Oh. And the doctor kind of leans down for a second uh, before looking around and picks up the uh, Vulcan Earth Examiner badge and he also doesn't need glasses anymore. So that's something. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. then suddenly Gunman is behind the doctor now. Oh, And Ben calls out uh, chasing him. And nope, he actually just moved around to the other side of the doctor and beats the fuck out of him. And apparently all the water is mercury and it can poison your paws. Well, that's what... Well, okay, it doesn't poison it, but you know what mercury actually yes. does to your paws, right? Yes, it sinks in and it fucking murders you. Suffocates them. <laughs> yeah, it fucking murders you. It's It's horrible. Um, And then there's... Like, what's her name? Po- sorry, Polly um, uh, gets a big old whiff of poison gas, and now the doctor's knocked out and given a Moana stone, and Ben is also being poisoned and taken by gunman. But apparently, the men taking the doctor are okay enough to carry him around, and there's no examiners wanted on Vulcan for another two years, so they're really confused as to why there's a med- there's a Vulcan examiner here. And they're like, let's get everybody back inside before they fucking die. And they're saying things to Ben, and he's just kind of staring into the middle distance, very confused. And he even turns and goes, what'd you say? And the guy's already gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We see a science man and a science woman working on something. And the science man is named Lesterton, not to be choosed with Chesterton. Uh, thinks he's trying to be stopped by someone and the lady is named Janley and is worried about the rocket capsule thing and the colony is becoming more and more run down and things are going bad and the the truth is the matter is that nothing hurts the metal that he's working on not heat, not cold, not acid so it's very important that he tries to figure this out but they don't want him to open the capsule and Janley is like wow you should have joined us being very weird And the doctor is playing uh, the recorder randomly and badly. And he wasn't given uh, Moana. It was a button. So. Oh, 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 so he's not. Oh, yeah. He's not going to (sighs) save the ocean. Um, He refuses to talk to them and only goes toot toot on his recorder, which is something he's not good at playing. And the governor comes in to talk to everybody and says that Earth didn't warn them that the rocket was coming, so of course it crashed. And he's like, yo, I'm the examiner. I'm here to examine. And he absolutely just drops the information, gets information dropped about the capsule found in the Mercury Swamp. And so the doctor's like, we'll look at that later. Uh, Let's just, just leave us alone. But then also they are to be given real ass clothes. And he's like, toot toot, what's wrong with our clothes? And Ben is very cranky. And Polly is very smart and notices that the doctor was looking at other stuff while talking to them. And another man comes up and tries to see him. And the guard is like, you need a pass to see the examiner. And Janley is talking to some other dude about it at this point. (laughs) And the doctor is now examining the capsule in better clothes and turns back to talk to everyone. 
And the doctor goes, ooh, what's this piece that falls, falls off, fell off the ship? And the doctor goes, extermination, and isn't listening to them. So they take a sonic, I assume... Flamethrower? Torch? It's like a, to it's like a, a torch. It's yeah, like it's a, like a, a welding a, torch. Uh, welding torch, yeah, basically, yeah. but like with sonic technology. Yeah, so they open the door. Uh, so everyone walks inside, and they're just in an entrance bay. So they're going to wait another day before opening again. And no, no one's really sent for the examiner, and Quinn, the the guy that was trying to talk to him, isn't allowed to talk to the examiner at all. And Ben's trying the recorder, but of course is blowing at the wrong fucking end, by the way. <laughs> and But Polly and Ben notice that the doctor's sneaking around at night to the capsule, so they all head to the capsule... And they open the door, and he inserts the fallen metal piece into, into the wall, and it opens, and it's <gasps> Daleks! And oh no, who would have thought? Who would have thought? And he invites Polly and Ben to come inside with them, because they've never seen them. And the doctor is talking about how the Daleks are probably still alive, and they see a dust spot on the ground, meaning a Dalek is missing. And then there's a gooey thing that runs under the door, and everyone screams, and that's the episode. No! <laughs> so, um, at the start of rehearsals for the episode, Annika Wills and Michael Craze, the Ben and Polly, essentially, they decided to pull a little bit of a prank on Patrick Troughton for his mm -hmm. first episode. Uh, they dressed in t-shirts that had written on it, Come Back Bill Hartnell, All is Forgiven. Oh. Um, uh, Troughton was a little, because he was insecure about taking over, he initially reacted really bad to the joke. Um, but the three of them soon overcame it and actually became really good friends. Uh -huh. but, uh, I can imagine how awful he would have felt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a sad one. So, what year do you think this takes place in? 1969. Be serious. 1969. It's not... I mean, what year do you think it takes place in? Not what year was it made? Because it wasn't even made in 1969. What oh. year does it take place? Okay. Uh... Yeah, yeah. What year does it take place in? Not what year does it take place in? Uh, 2020. Okay. <laughs> Actually, according to the trailer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but in the story and every, every other... Uh, sort of material around the episode there is no date attached to it but for some reason the trailer for the the story uh says that it takes place in 2020 so where's my trip to vulcan dear where's my trip to vulcan um well covid oh okay fair enough anyway next episode uh so the doctor really wants a torch and ben goes to get one and we see a person behind him very obviously but Ben or Polly are thinking about how there were three Daleks apparently instead and the doctor decides to head out of the room and they hear a noise of the doctor cackling and they follow him and they sort of try to figure out what's going on and something isn't good about the colony the problem is that they only need one Dalek to kill the entire colony of course and Quinn yep. goes to talk to the examiner and another dude also comes and talk to him and his name Bragan um they that's a Kingdom Hearts joke. They're trying to fight each other, and for some reason, one of the he calls up one of the guards and goes, "Hey, find the examiner." And Bill still doesn't think that the doctor is the doctor, and 
he's what is I forget what he says. Lesterton something I don't know. He makes up a fucking tongue twister and then Polly starts doing the tongue twister and they both just kind of <laughs> stare at each other doing the tongue twister. <laughs> and then Ben comes in and tells him to stop. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. The doctor calls out what's his face about taking the Dalek out of the capsule capsule and being sorta of crazy and the doctor uses his flute to shut Ben the fuck up while he's trying to argue it, which is sure <laughs> something. A recorder. Sure. It doesn't matter. The doctor it actually does. orders that the Daleks are to be melted down, and he's like, the governor will let listen to me. So they leave, and they're unsure if the Daleks' experiments could be fucked with or not. And Lesterston peeks in on his Dalek friend that he took, and he wants to bring them back to life. And the doctor's... And the doctor's yelling at What's-His-Face and goes, ha-ha-ha, fruit! And... <laughs> <laughs> he really does. He really does. Like, they're in the middle of a conversation, and then, like, someone brings in a fruit bowl, and he goes, ha fruit! And just stops what he's doing. Um, there's apparently some rebels doing some stuff, and the governor is busy doing some shit, and can't, still can't figure out if he's... Ben still can't figure out if he's the old doctor and calls him a phony, but Polly believes in him a whole bunch, which is pretty good. Um, and the doctor pulls out a fucking knife again yep. and yep. then cuts open the grapefruit. And there's a listening device that was planted inside. And how they got it inside without... I'm not going to worry I about probably it. probably squeezed it in. Mm-hmm. Ben really wants to go back to the TARDIS, but Polly's like, that one thing was alive, though, so, like, we should be worried. And Janley and the scientist Lesserton are rebels, kind of. Janley, mostly. And they're trying their hardest to fix up the Dalek. And the Doctor's having a whole moment about the Daleks with everyone uh, about their destruction. And the governor's too busy to talk to the Doctor, but he tries anyway and is stopped again. And the doctor is going to radio Earth to talk to them instead. And he he thinks actually someone was listening at the door, so he goes to check and there's no one. And oh. the, the Dalek is all connected up and tr- they're trying to power it up. And they powered it enough, apparently, for it to move. And they're trying to figure out what's going on with it. And they really want to open up the Dalek to figure it out, but can't. And they think the power is leaking out somewhere. So they give it more fucking power which is great that's a good idea yeah totally no one believes that the Dalek is alive or has intelligence and there's a thing that the doctor walks in on in the communications room that's like lava lamps and they find I thought it was the governor it was just some dude in communications that was dead with the wires all cut beside him it's just some dude and then Quinn is behind the door and he's like doctor I or sorry examiner I've been trying to talk to you and Bregan comes in and asks what the fuck is going on and Quinn is like nah that wasn't me the button is mine but it was a setup obviously and the Dalek is being given more power again and it's responding and they take a video of it for information and Lesserton is upset that they're not trying harder to figure out what it is and I assume that the Dalek thought the camera was a fucking gun and the Dalek fucking quote-unquote knocks him out. And Peterson, Lesterson, rushes over off to go get help. And Janley is fucking with some bottles while she's, he's gone, which is really rude. And we see some more rocks and plan and the planet and the doctor is tootin'. And Ben and Polly are fighting about what the fuck is happening. 
and they get ex escorted to the hearing to figure out like what the fuck happened but the Dalek is now alive and apparently harmless somehow it's harmless it's fine it's fine it's all fine but dear. no one can find out about the accident and because it'll stop their work and that can't happen so they take the Dalek down to the hearing to surprise them, and they take their one dude who got knocked out down to the medical bay. Uh huh. And they're starting uh -huh. to ask Quinn all the questions about what the fuck is happening because it all points to him, and the doctor's overthinking stuff, and the governor's trying to figure out what the doctor's doing. And Lesterton brings in the Dalek, and the doctor freaks the fuck out, even though the, apparently they took away the Dalek's gun, and it goes straight over the doctor. And follows after him, really uncomfortably recognizing him. And they're very excited that the Dalek responds to orders, which really isn't great, actually. And the Dalek speaks up, saying it's his servant, which is a lie, really. And the doctor is screaming about how the Dalek is going to fucking kill everyone. And the Dalek is just like, I'm your servant, again and again. And that's the episode. What's a servant? Again and 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 from basically here on out, nearly every single Dalek story has blank of the Daleks, be it uh, evil of the Daleks, or genesis of the Daleks, or destiny of the Daleks, until the new season, when they change it a little bit, but not much, uh, because we still get, like, very similar ones, like, victory of the Daleks. Um... But, speaking of the fact that this is a Dalek story, um, Terry Nation, this is the first televised Dalek story to not actually be written by him, because mm -hmm. uh, he was working on something else, and he's kind of gone on record as saying he kind of didn't like this story, because uh, he thought the Daleks were too nice in it. Um, he thought they should have been a lot more meaner, and, uh, you know, cruel, because, you know, they are. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, but oh well um, there's <sighs> okay so Ben and Polly are absent Ben is absent from episode 5 and Polly is ab absent from episode 4 can you guess why vacation they were on vacation correct you got it um, that is absolutely true Okay. <laughs> they were just on vacation. Um, it, I will note that it kind of gets a little bit less obvious as time goes by um, that people are on holidays. Like, it's not just, oh, this person's knocked out for an entire episode. Although that actually is coming up soon. Um, but, <laughs> but it is a little bit more... Um, a little bit more subtle. Um, but, alternate titles for this episode. I don't typically bring up alternate titles for episodes because they're never really that interesting. But I honestly feel like the ones for this one are. Uh, it was, initially, working title was either The Destiny of Doctor Who, 
and uh, Servants of Masters, which, you know, I, I, I kind of like the destiny of Doctor Who, even though it doesn't relate to the story really at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know, I think the power of the Daleks works. Although, the problem with saying of the Daleks is that it kind of gives away that spoiler in the first episode. Um, it's like, oh my god, what are they going to find inside the capsule? Could it be Cybermen? Mm-hmm. No, it's Daleks. Anyway, keep going. Um, they are amazed that the Dalek's apparently capable of speech, and he wants permission to continue his experiments slash enslave this race that they just found. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the doctor leans in and says he's going to stop the Daleks, but Lesterson gets his permission to keep experiments going, and under, no one understands why the doctor's being crazy, but he has no proof. And the doctor gives the Dalek an order to mobilize itself and to do it right then, and it does and gets pushed out of the way, and then the Dalek mentions that once he was gone, he shouldn't be immobilized because he has to help the humans and he can't do that while immobilized, and he should only listen to Lesterson's orders. And, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that! I'm just maybe. saying! I'm just saying! Um, and... Where am I? And, 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 and Reagan... Uh, thinks that Quinn is undermining the the governor, and that's of course believed because Quinn sent for the inspector, and the inquiry pretty much is showing that Bragan is kind of sus, honestly, and we should vote him off. But, (laughs) 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 and so Quinn is sent to prison, and Bragan is then given Quinn's duties as head as deputy governor, and the doctor is. Love you, goodbye. And the doctor is beating up something with the chair, but it's a control unit that the doctor took, and then he takes a radio and does some stuff with it because the Lesterson isn't running the Daleks, someone else is. And he isn't even talking to Ben. He's just talking to himself, really. And Ben wants to kidnap Lesterson, and the doctor's like, what the fuck? And Ben's like, hey, look, it's an idea. <laughs> And Polly wants to help Quinn, but the doctor just wants to go with, uh, deal with the Daleks. And they're asking the Daleks what the fuck sulfuric acid is and other questions. And then the doctor's there, and he's to observe something with his friends in Lesterston. Is like, yeah, sure. And the phone is going boop, 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 and Jane Lee answers, and she says she'll go down to the Rebels and absolutely hang out with them, which is fine. So they start to test the Dalek on physics as well as science, and the Doctor slips over to the control panel, totally sneaky, and, like, starts attaching a thing to it. Very, very hidden. Ugh. Yeah, it's very hidden. Uh-huh. No it... one sees it in the first five seconds. Mm-hmm. It then is, like, shocking the Dalek or something, and he tries to fire on the doctor because it hurt him, but he has no gun, so it just kind of goes, meh. And well, Janley and Bregan are the rebels, oh no, ready to take over the colony, but actually they're not, they're a different sect or something, but not really. And Janley gives Bregan the gun, and the reality is that Resno is dead, not just taking a break from being knocked out. And Bregan now wants to take out the doctor because he's the one, the one who is a danger to him. And 
uh, the Pullian. one that makes all the rules. Yes, he's the rat. And Polly and Janley are hanging out in the hallway looking to talk to the doctor. And Polly kind of stares at, like, the notice board for a bit, but then fucks off. And she, of course, is led to the wrong place and is chloroformed and taken away. And the person who did it is given a gun to fix while Polly is dead on the floor. And the doctor still has his recorder and Ben comes up and is very worried about where Polly is. And the doctor doesn't seem to be worried about Polly and Ben is trying to force him to come along to report that Polly is gone. And then the Dalek starts to ask out the machines around the lab, obviously, to try to figure out how to turn the others on. And it asks for materials to make a better computer that runs at 100% accuracy. And Langenstein Larvitar leaves Dale- the Daleks to s- to go get the materials, and he starts to power up all the other Daleks, of course, because everyone is fucked. And Ben and the Doctor in the hall are in the hallway trying to figure out where the Daleks would be getting power from, because that's weird. Mm-hmm. But they see Lesterton leave and know that they can get into his lab, so they head into the lab, and they see that the Dalek isn't taking orders from the Doctor. The other Daleks are now alive, though, and they all oh, no. get scared and run away, but the Doctor leaves oh, no. his hat. His hat's gone. <coughs> the hat, Dalek, not the hat. Yeah, the hat. The Daleks are totally ready to conquer the planet, because everyone's stupid. And now everyone knows about the Daleks being on and armed, and it's easy as shutting off the power, though, right? Because that was the plan. And Bregan is ready to destroy, keep, gonna keep the examiner quiet by probably fucking killing him? And Ben is annoyed that Polly is still being ignored. But Bregan comes up and say, hey, what about Polly? And Bregan mentions that there's a body in the swamp, so that's why the examiner, why hasn't the examiner examined it? So then suddenly the doctor figures out that Bregan's the bad boy. So neither of them could make a move because they'd both be super implicated by everything. So Bregan leaves and there's a note under the door that slid to them that says Polly is safe if they leave the Daleks alone. And the Daleks apparently are disarmed and the other Daleks are like, yeah, we'll totally listen to you if we're given the materials we need. And then they suddenly come together in a circle and chant and and Lesterton does not question this at all, so it's fine. And that's the episode. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Nothing's going bad at all. Yeah. Um, so in the animated version, when they animated this, because, you know, as you know, they animated this. Um, I don't know if you noticed it, but this was actually animated recreation. It wasn't um, mm-hmm. the, the actual footage. It was simply a, a animation recreation um but they add little hints here and there and little little callbacks to although i guess it's call forwards depending on what direction you're watching it um the probably the one that you would understand the most um is not even a reference to doctor who um if you look at the communications device on the desk in the governor's office, there's actually a Wayland Utani logo on it. So they they have a little tongue in cheek reference to actually this universe is connected to this now. Uh, uh, yeah, there are other things like uh, Magpie Electricals, which is something in the new season. Uh, 
bad wolf appears on the notice board when he when the, the doctor examines a hidden message uh, all sorts of little hidden things like that um this but... is when bad wolf started no no this is okay. again the animated version it was not animated okay. in 1966 do you I, okay i just i wasn't sure <laughs> it was animated in 2013 i believe 2014 Okay. Um, although this this specific uh, release we watched is actually a re-release that was released uh, actually in July this year, mm-hmm. um, which has a little bit updated animation and a hype of a shit ton of extras, yeah. <laughs> so many extras. Um, but um, this is also um. This is the only story that introduces a new Doctor that runs longer than four episodes. From here on out, every new Doctor's first episode is le- is four or fewer episodes. So, mm-hmm. we're slowly getting to the time where they reduce every episode to four to six episodes. We're nearly there. Mm-hmm. Although, we've still got a lot to get through that are very long. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah. Uh, also, the photo that they took of, um, William Hartnell for the first episode where he looks in the mirror is, um, it's a they a photo they specifically took just for that effect. Mm. Um, it wasn't just, like, a random photo they had around. Although they probably could have found one if they really looked hard enough, but I guess they didn't. Yeah. Was there anyway. a point to that, by the way? The thing in the was mirror? Was there a what? thing in the mirror well it was it was it was meant to be like a reflection of like it's still him Mm. it's just ooh, he's different now but it's still him Mm. sort of a because you got to remember regeneration isn't something established it's completely brand new so you have to kind of like this isn't something you can just like lay onto kids without explaining so like they wanted to try and put it across as much as possible this is still the doctor he just looks different Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, they don't mention regeneration until the next one, when they're like, okay, we really need to iron this out, like, we need to figure out how this is gonna work and from here on out. Uh, also, weirdly enough, he says that, like, in the, when he regenerates in this one, he says it's the TARDIS that kept him alive, which... Yeah is a bit left field, but they kind of rectify it a bit in a future regeneration where it's like, actually being in the TARDIS can help them regenerate in a certain sense because, shock and horror, the process of regeneration, uh, your DNA completely rewriting itself, is incredibly Mm -hmm. painful and can go wrong very easily. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it kind of isn't wrong that the TARDIS helped him, but like, because no one knew anything about regeneration, it's kind of implied that, like, the TARDIS is what caused him to regenerate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, keep going. Um, so what happens next in this totally nothing bad happens episode? Yes. Uh, the Daleks are getting less power, and they're like, what's happening? But don't worry, Lesterson did it. And he's like, you're gonna obey me, right? And they're like, yeah. Um, <laughs> even yeah, though... <laughs> yeah. yeah, give us even power, though... yeah. Apparently the power is just a single switch with which, which they can turn on and off. So whatever, the the blueprints though for the meteor computer are ready, and Lesterson is very excited. And there's a whole bunch of really good transitions in this. Can I just say, like, there are. 
I I think they zoom in on what is it? I I don't remember what they zoom in on, but like it's a really good transition. Um <laughs> Valmar is setting something up for Bregan so that everyone can talk to each other and the doctor comes in to talk to Bregan even though he was almost stopped because Bregan was busy even though he's not and he's not busy. He also wants the gat that Bregan the uh, the hat. Sorry, that, not the gat. That, that, the gat. Yeah, that Bregan has because it's very nice. And they're gonna finally start a, a search finally. And a Dalek comes in with a cup of water for Bregan, and the doctor's like, "What?" It uses a chair for protection. And then the doctor heads off, and Bregan calls the governor, and he's on the outer perimeter, and he's not coming back for a day or two. And the Dalek comes back to Bregan and asks if he finishes liquid. And he's like, no. And we see suddenly see Jan Lee with another rebel. And we find out that, or reminded, actually, that the Daleks need static to move around. So that's the plan, is to make static so that they can move anywhere around. And I'm glad you said reminded. And you yeah. remembered. Yes. But then we suddenly see three Daleks roll down the hallway to go do something. That's weird. There's more than one Dalek for some reason. Maybe ah. there was more than expected. Ah. And there's interest in the notice board for some reason that everyone is taking. And that's weird. And Lesterson has another list of the Daleks' needs. But he's starting to get a little bit concerned and think the doctor might be right. And he's going to probably destroy them if he can't control them, which... Seems a. I've got to be real. Seems a little bit late game thinking. Like, <laughs> if I can't destroy them, or if I can't control them, I'll just destroy them. Because if they're totally out of control, they're very destroyable. Honestly, I I think it's also like <sighs> he doesn't even think of how to destroy them. He's just like, if they get out of control, I'll just destroy them. It's like no one thought to go how, and he would have uh-huh. gone, oh, you know, I'll think of something. Uh huh. Uh, Jane Lee or Jan Lee or whatever the fuck finally reveals that actually Reznor is dead and she hid the body and she'll say he killed him if anything comes up so now he's compromised and Ben comes into the lab uh, talking about Polly being missing oh no and the doctor comes in and asks if there's new Daleks confused as to where the third one ca- fourth one came from and now we know where all the materials are going good thing we didn't give them materials right guys Ah. And Janley yells at them to fucking leave and gets a guard to escort them out by saying he attacked Lesterson. And Janley no. feeds Lesterson some water. And I thought, honestly, she was poisoning it, but it was sedation. And Valmar comes in and is in here to lay new power cables for the Daleks because this is how you help me, I help you thing is going on. Um, they're gonna do the rebels thing if they help them get power and stuff. (sighs) (laughs) So there's actually a message in code on the notice board. Mm -hmm. The first letter of every word word makes the message. And it's a meeting in Rocket Room PP. And they appeared Uh, mm. together in the room early. So they could figure out the Rebels' plan, which of course has to do with the Dalek guns being attached to them again and being very penisy. And the gun has a controlling device now, because of course it does. Ooh. And a man in the shadow says, let's practice this. So they fire 
It at a two inch thick screen of, I think it was metal, and it explodes. So they really want to know if the rebels will be safe. If the Daleks won't kill them versus the other people. So they decided to test it on Jan Lee. Um, and it well, does. She, she decides to test it on herself. She's like, if you don't believe me, then fucking test it on me. If it works on me, then you gotta believe me. Yeah. So they fire, and it gets very penisy again, but it, it doesn't do anything. So that's cool. But then suddenly Ben knocks over something and makes noise and gets himself caught. And it's just the doctor in the room now. And Bregan speaks up because the man in the shadows was he and tells the doctor to come out of hiding. And he has an armed Dalek next to him thinking he's the leader of the Daleks because he's stupid. But he doesn't want to listen to Bregan. So he does not kill the doctor reluctantly and just instead goes to get the guard at the door. Mm-hmm. But the Dalek really wants the doctor dead and they're going to produce a, the real examiner to show the governor and the doctor is brought down to prison and locked in next to Quinn. And he just kind of offhandedly mentions oh, the lock's sound. And he has a fucking recorder. Hell yeah, he does. So he then just kind of... I hope you like talk- that recorder, by the way. Hmm. He then continues to talk to Quinn about how Brigan is the rebel leader while the doctor is fucking with the locked and mentions that he also isn't the real examiner uh, while tooting the entire time. And then there was random barking noises and I don't know why. (laughs) Legitimately. Okay, so on his whistle he was going higher and higher. Until he started blowing it, and you couldn't hear the noise he was making. Oh. But suddenly you hear dogs barking. Uh-huh. Now you get it. Uh-huh. Totally. It will, he ended up ma- accidentally making a dog whistle. So for some reason, we then cut to the Daleks at the lab, ready to take up the position at the communication room. And they obey each other and not the humans. And Lester's like, oh, no, there are four Daleks. What is happening? So he goes inside the ship to look around and the door closes behind him. And another door opens in front of him. And he takes a look around and he sees two more Daleks. And then he follows them into another room. And so he goes inside that room and sees them making even more Daleks. By putting ramen into a little noodle flipper, electrocuting it, and putting it in the Dalek to be microwaved for three minutes before eating. Oh no! Oh no! Remember to seal it up before you eat your ramen because it it it's steam cooked. Yeah, you gotta put the put put the lid back on and leave it Mm -hmm. on for two minutes. Three, three, two. It's three. It says three on the container. Well, the ones that I have say two. Okay, well, maybe you have better ramen than me. Yeah, maybe um, I have ramen from the future. And they're attaching <coughs> more plungers and egg beaters to them, and it's a whole army, and I wondered how many were made of cardboard. And that's the episode. So, <coughs> I'm going to send you a photo. I'll send you a few photos, actually. I'll send you two Kay. photos. Um, let's play the game I like to call Spot the Cardboard. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, uh, and here's the second image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta remember, this is like pretty high quality image quality image quality, so it's like So you had they had two Daleks basically is what you're saying. Uh, I if I remember right, I think they actually had three or four uh models, like of actual moving around ones. Mm-hmm. They had um, to have at least three. The... I know that. Yeah, yeah, because you see them. Um so I I know you don't like Star Trek, but how do you know about Vulcan in Star Trek? No. So the Vulcans are a race in Star Trek and their planet's home is called Vulcan. One mm-hmm. might go, hmm, Star Trek aired in 1966. This episode's from 1966. I wonder if one of them ripped off the other. Mm. No, it's just a pure coincidence. Um... I mean, the the name Vulcan, uh, uh, Vulcan and Vulcanus are, if I remember right, uh, Roman gods of fire. Uh... Uh, so it's like Vulcanus. Um, so it's like, uh, so it's like not a stretch that they would have come up with the word independently, considering they're both like. Well, I don't really understand why. Vulcan in Star Trek is called Vulcan, but I mean, this um, planet's called I Vulcan because Vul- it's essentially Vulcan. covered in molten. I know Vulcan is ancient uh, Roman, the myth for the that's, god of fire. So, but I don't. That's know literally about what I said. Well, I'm saying I don't know if the word Vulcanus has ever been used. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> fine. So, in one scene in the beginning, the Doctor is able to determine the power dynamic of the colony simply by just observing their faces. Is where you get the whole. I was observing his reaction. Mm. Um, this is actually based on an event that happened during the production when the staff were trying to discuss like how they wanted the new Doctor to be portrayed in comparison to William Hartnell's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Davis noticed Patrick Troughton silently observing a meeting between various staff members and dismissed everyone else so that Troughton could tell him what he had observed about the staff's power dynamic. Uh, Jerry Davis found this event so interesting uh, that he wanted to incorporate it into the writing. Uh, hmm. This sort of idea of a, a silent observer, mm-hmm. of 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 such. Uh, anyway, what happens in the next episode, dear? Hopefully, good things. Well, their ramen is done. Um, oh, thank God! And the science man runs away and forces the door closed on the capsule. And then Janley comes in and goes, "Uh, you okay?" And the power is dwindled away again. And Janley is really upset about that. And the dark and the doctor dude's like, I'm gonna melt them all down. And Janley's like, no. And she goes to call someone, and Janley is doing some shit, honestly. And the door opens back up, and a Dalek rolls out towards Lesterson. Weird that he cut the power off, but they can store power in batteries. So Lesterson runs off crying like a little bitch, and the Daleks are going to go seal off the secret entrance to the capsule but they aren't ready for humans to know of the Daleks, so they have to wait. So Lesterson is continuing to run around like a scared baby looking for the doctor, and Janley comes back to the Daleks and they have Polly with them. Polly, oh. not a fucking idiot, though, sees literally through everything, and is just like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna betray you. And 
The Daleks are laying a cable around so they can operate on static electricity, as we said, and move yeah. around everywhere. The Dalek, or the Doctor, is downstairs continuing to make some noise, now with a cup of water, and he's also wondering how they're making static do shit and convert it. That's weird. And Lesterson finally makes it down there to the Doctor and cries a lot and says, You were right. And the doctor's like, hey, guard, he's weird. Can I have more water? And they give it to him. He's yep. very, very non-suspicious at all. Not suspicious at all. He's just a very thirsty boy. He uh, re-listens to the pitch of the door and tries with the water. And he's nearly there. And Lesterson is brought to Bregan and told that he's been bad. But the Dalek in the room is forced to leave and he's like, I want the governor to come back. And even says, Janley is crazy and not to listen to her. And then everyone fucking gaslights him. Yeah. Got it, that, I mean, it kind of it kind of adds to the fact that he loses his fucking mind. Yes. To be honest. So we see Polly in the ship refusing to help the rebels lay power. And she also finds out about Ben that he was taken. So she continues to try and reason with them, and only one guy is kind of listening to her. But they don't really seem to understand why a murderous race might want to murder them. And then we see a Dalek itself laying a cable with its one arm. And the governor is watching them, and the guard doesn't notice that it's the governor. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm the governor. He's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm from Brigham's garden. The governor's like, oh. And the doctor is still trying to make the right noise, and then a guard is like, stop that! And he goes over to try to figure out what the fuck is happening. And Quinn opens his door because he got the tone right, and he karate chops the guard away. And they lock him in the cell and also take his water. And the, doctor... <laughs> the doctor comes to Bregan's office and asks about what the fuck is happening, and gets generally caught up with everything. The, the governor oh, no. tries to order the guards around and no one listens to him because it's a coup. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Dalek <clears throat> rolls back up to watch the governor so they can fake him still being in power. And the governor's like, nah, like, fuck this. And so Brigham just gives the Dalek his gun back and kills him. And... The Dalek kind of makes a moment where it goes, I don't understand why Kilmans kill humans, so that's something. And that's character development. And Valmar is ready to check the circuits, and there's a thing about it be- the- words. <laughs> you're doing great. You do- you're almost there. You're almost there, dear. We're almost at episode six. We've recorded, like, three things today. So far. Uh. I consider the commentary their own thing. Okay, fine. So there's a whole point where Valmar is like ready. He's like, I need to check the circuits. And the Dalek's like, we're going to be twice as power. Useful. Useful. We said useful. <laughs> useful. And... Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. The doctor realizes that they're making their own circuit to power everything. And it's a secret attack. But now they've saved Polly. Woo. But then a Dalek rolls off the ship followed by another. Oh, no. So they, everybody runs out the door. It's a door. It's their only weakness. It is a pull door. They cannot push. But the oh, action, no. But actually, the reality is that there's a wrench on the other side locking it. So 
Are you saying that whoever put that there put a wrench in their plans? So that's the podcast, everybody, and I'm not finishing this episode now. Oh. We'll see you next week. Oh. Oh. Okay. It's just you now, Gam. Bye. I'm sorry. Anyway, they they explode open the door, and it's okay. I got it. You can go cry in your corner. It's fine. Um, I'll cry myself to sleep. It'll run. Okay. Um, The Daleks are going to let everyone fight amongst themselves and then step in and kill whoever's left. And the doctor, 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 <laughs> the doctor, the doctor, and Polly and Doc-ty Quinn find the governor dead, and Brigan comes up and explains that why. And now it's martial law; everyone can get married. That's what it means, right? Marital law, and they're gonna be put in back in prison. So they're like, mm, oh okay. yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hang mm. on. We need to backtrack a bit because I just remembered. Wait, was your fucking joke that you wanted to say for the podcast the fucking ramen noodles joke? Yeah. You thought that was worth saving until the yeah. podcast. Like, uh-huh. such a great joke that it couldn't have been said twice. I I just... Listen. I just, I, I just want you to know, just for those who don't listen to the commentary, while we were watching the bit where the dialects get, like, created, Deer just went... I have a really good joke, but I want to save it for the podcast. And mentally, I, I was like, what the fuck kind of joke really would you want good to joke. I just said I have a joke. And it got me confused. And I just remember now, and I just connect the dots going, <laughs> was it the fucking ramen noodle joke? Because that is not a fucking, like, that is not a joke that you go, oh, this is gold. I've got to save this. <laughs> it was comedy gold. All right. It was comedy fucking gold. Don't you dare. I'm more like fucking comedy gold flakes. Fuck off. Keep going. Uh, it's martial the law. They're put back in prison and the Daleks have been given an order to destroy everyone. All I thought it was Bregan's law. And no, it's marital law. Everyone's married now. And that was the episode. Oh. Oh, well then. How dare you not like my jokes? I'm hilarious. No, I liked it. I just... I, <laughs> when when you say, I've got a joke, but I'm saving it for the podcast, that typically means like it's a really good joke that only works when you say it once. <laughs> like, that was not a joke that, like, it only works like if you hear it once. That is fucking... You could have just said okay, it in the, while we were watching it and been like, fair. I'm going to say it again during the podcast. I'll be like, okay, cool. I think it's funny anyway, so I don't need to pretend. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking <laughs> everything that was in my mind of like things I was gonna say <laughs> are just gone now because all I can think of was did she really fucking think that was that funny? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god! Give me facts, Gam. That's what I'm here for. No, you're not. You're I'm here, here for, for cool trivia. Give it to me. Uh, okay, this serial concludes a run of seven animated reconstructions that began with the fourth episode of Tenth Planet, which was released three years prior. 
this was the longest consecutive run of animated reconstructions produced by the BBC until 2019, when it was announced that The Faceless Ones, an upcoming episode that we will watch, would be receiving an animated reconstruction, which it has, and it got released just a few weeks ago, so we'll just be able to watch it in time, which is good. Um, uh, also, um, oh, what else is there that isn't a fucking spoiler? That I can remember that I was going to say. Oh yeah, okay. So, the only known set of copies of the actual live-action episode uh, were that were not destroyed were sent to RTS in Singapore from New Zealand, because New Zealand kept a lot of these, which is how they've found them throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but the successor to RTS, Media Corp, claimed that they do not possess any copies at all. So, no one knows what fucking happened to that surviving copy of it. It'd be nice if they found it one day, because, hey, it'd be nice to have surviving footage of the second Doctor's first episode. Um, even though there are small clips here and there, but they're not, like, not fully-fledged episode. Um, but, um, also, just to harp on about last episode... In early 2020, a user on Twitter, known as James Johnson, uploaded several pictures of film snippets sent to him from a private collection, showing never-before-seen photographs of the original production, focusing on Lesterson discovering what he found in the Dalek capsule. This included previously unknown ain't that's a, that's his angels, but it's meant to be angles, uh, lighting and parts of the set left out from the existing telesnaps. Uh, for those unaware, Telesnap is literally the audio of the broadcast with pictures from uh, attached to it to give a, f- a sense of visual for the episode, be it uh, production photos or photos taken of actual people's televisions while it was being broadcast. They're typically very dry and hard to watch. I'm very sorry the next episode we're watching has a Telesnap in it, dear. Um, another user, uh, Aaron... Jay Climus put some of the frames together, successfully recreating very brief shots from episode 4 and 5 in GIF format. However, it's been hinted that some of the trims are just simply unused shots and not actually uh, episodes, so it's the film that he's got probably isn't an actual full episode. Um, which is a shame. But Anyway, what happens in the final episode, dear? Everything works out, right? Yeah, totally. Everybody's the Daleks ex- take over, kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're ready to uh, kill everybody at this point, and the guards Woo-hoo! and the doctor and etc. are headed to the prison, but they're stopped uh, by two armed Daleks, and everyone's like, oh god. But the revolution's now over, and they won! Woohoo! And it, but it's not done yet, and Janley's like, what? And Brigham's uh, confused. And he wants to kill his own men at this point, because he wants no one to come after his position, which he's crazy. And uh, she's still questioning everything, and Bregan is like, "You sure you're part of my my shit?" And he pulls out a gun, like ready to shoot her, but instead she's like, "Yeah," and uh, she takes the gun, ready to go kill them. But surprise, one of the guys he wants to get killed is listening, and oh, the doctor oh. stages a surprise attack on the guards to get away, and Valmar instead goes to see Ben. And the Brigand goes to message everyone and doesn't want the rebels together, so he transmits saying the gov- he's the governor now because the governor's dead. And Ben meets back up with the crew, 
and everybody's together again. And the doctor hey. is really frustrated and knows that everyone is going to die here because Daleks, no matter what. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. And the doctor sees a guard no. get murdered and lays face down on the ground, being dead. And uh, Janly comes up to kill Valmar, but and she has an armband now that I only just noticed. So Nazi imagery fucking everywhere. Nazi, and, Nazi man. Yes. Janly is actually not on Brigand's side and wants to stop him, so they use the Daleks against him, and this won't backfire at all. Totally. And so the Doctor shoves Polly through a window, and then the Daleks come in, and they get away. Woohoo! And, woohoo! Brigand keeps making the orders to stop the rebels, and it's all very fun and shooty. And Janly tries to make c control the Daleks, of course, and now everything's out of control, and they try to run away. And we see Langenstein come up behind Polly and quieter, and he's very crazy now. <laughs> like, yeah, right. well, he's crazy. completely lost his fucking mind. Yes, he is absolutely given up, and is like, Daleks are now the master race. Look at them. All we can do is study them and enjoy that they're going to be the new race that takes over the world. Isn't that fun? Isn't that cool? Isn't it? Isn't it rad? Isn't it just awesome? Mm -hmm. Um. So Lesterson is very crazy and thinks that Daleks are the prime race and humans are gone, and they all kind of decide to cut all the power so they can stop them. And we see uh, Langelstein and what's his face trying to fight off a Dalek, and now she's dead, and. Polly is sobbing in ben Ar Ben's arms and they find out about the secret set power supply and Long John is acting even crazier, saying there's no point, we shouldn't even try. And there's a weird scene in this where the Daleks try to kill someone and it looked like a real-ass photo of a human falling over instead of the animation and I was kind of confused. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not particularly... Try and, try and explain it a little bit more. So a Dalek comes up and a guard is shooting at him and it's like normally animated. Yeah. And then the Dalek shoots the guard, but when the guard falls over, he looks like he's like a video of a guy instead of an animation or it was just like... Oh, 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 yep, yep, yep. So it's... So that scene would have been just uh, rotoscoped and it would have okay. just looked really weird because of the motion of it. Okay, it just, like, looked extremely real, and I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> Ugh. Mm. The doctor tries to go off and find the power cable to stop them, and we just keep seeing people dying, and it's very interesting. But he finds Valmar now, and he really needs to know about the power supply, but Valmar's like, no, Janly, I really kind of liked her. No. And the doctor obviously doesn't want to just cut the power. He doesn't think that'll fix it, so he has a plan. And Bregan is like, what the fuck is going on? No one has talked to me or liked my Instagram post yet. Why is... What is happening? And Jan... We see a shot of all these dead bodies and the Daleks driving by. And Janly literally, like, gets run over, which is kind of fun. Yeah. So... <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, Brindley sends out a message saying that the, I, I'm the governor. Please listen to me. And Lesterson sees that a cupboard that's quite empty and that's something my dreams were in here but no more and Ben <laughs> tries to do something 
but then we see there's a Dalek at the capsule. Oh. And Quinn pulls a gun on Brigan and tries to get him to listen to reason and control the guards. And he's like, mm, okay. And the doctor comes back to find Ben and Polly and head inside the capsule. And a Dalek suddenly comes into the room and everyone hides. And that's just is, like, pretty much going like, hey, I'm going to turn everyone in because I am your servant. Ha! And he just gets shot. <laughs> like, he does. He's, he's just killed instantly. Well, he, he also, like, he also has, like, this moment where he's like, they just go, why, why would we keep you around? And he, like, very clearly, like, lost his mind. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I am your servant. Yeah. And then they just shoot him. And the, well, yeah, he's like, I gave you life. And they're like, yes, you gave us life. And then shoot him. Mm-hmm. And now we give you death. It's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the doctor uh, scoots his way over to the control panel and they try he to shoot him. The and he ducks away. And I still don't understand how he can duck away out of the way of lasers, the p- but whatever. It's an editing issue. It's mm-hmm. He ducks before they, like... Uh, get like he he knows they're about to shoot, so he ducks out of the way. But because of the editing, it looks like like he should have been hit by it. It's like easily. dodging a bullet, literally. <laughs> Basically. Um, so he actually makes them explode the control panel, which oh. explodes their own power source, and the Daleks are suddenly all being taken out and exploding from being overpowered. And Bregan and Quinn are still hanging out and. Bregan's like, oh shit, and takes the gun from Quinn. And Bregan is a piece of shit, honestly, and he's like, now to take the place back, I'm shot. And he was shot by Valmar, actually. Oh! Um, yeah. Polly is hanging out with the doctor while he's knocked out, and they are like, hey, like, what'd you do? And he says that he overfed all of their static stuff and blew them up, and he's like, wait, did I do that? And everyone's like, you know, yeah, you know, like, man. what? I don't remember doing that, and it sucks that he destroyed literally all their power, but, you know. So the doctor's like, ah, let's go. Before they give us the bill. (laughs) 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 Is that the... the, 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 the Don't say Seinfeld. Okay. Uh, Is that the X-Files ending? I'm not doing it. I, I wasn't expecting you to, because the X-Files ending is not the same as the intro. Whatever. There's also a moment um, where Quinn walks over, and you can literally see the top of the animation cell, and me and Gam were both just like, oh, no. Um, yeah, it was very, very quick and very slight. I can understand, like, on a tight production how they would have missed it, but it's like, oh, yeah. come on, you were so close to doing really well. Like, Deer didn't notice any of the other mistakes that are in it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so they're heading back to the TARDIS, and the doctor is tooting away as he walks back to the ship. And Polly asks him, Hey, you know what you were doing, right? And he just goes, <laughs> And they just walk back into the TARDIS. And the Daleks are just heaps of iron now, right? Hmm. And the TARDIS shoo-shoo-shoo's his way. And, but then Gam. <gasps> what happens the, to you? The, Gam, the Dalek, <gasps> Eyestock, perks <gasps> up. Oh no! <gasps> yep. Ooh. 
Oh, okay. Well, that was the episode. That was the whole episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a... I mean, come on. It's it's the 60s. You knew they had to do it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, The Power of the Daleks. What do you think? What do you... I'm curious what you think, I thought. What do you think um, I'm going to rate this Okay. As? Personally, this one is like a six for me. Um, I like it, but I would have liked it more if it was a four-part episode. Um, yeah. There are some there are some episodes for me that justify the length of them. Like uh, one of the one of my absolute favorite episodes from the sixties is six parts long, and I mm-hmm. think it justifies it. Um, yeah. This one drags on though. This one drags a little bit. Um, I feel they could have streamlined it a bit, uh, but the reason why it's still kind of higher than a five is because I really love uh, the introduction of Patrick Troughton and the way they handle him and sort of give him room to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would have given this maybe a five or a... F- oh, no, I would say a five or a six too. Like a seven and a half. Okay. That's fair. I, I guess for me, I, I guess for me, it's a case of ag- like there are better episodes that I would watch from the second Doctor. Okay, so I would prefer it not to be animated, but that's not something I can deal with. So that's not deducting. That's not deducting from this. That's um, the first. I think that the presence of like the Doctor being a fucking piece of shit idiot at the beginning and then slowly coming to was kind of nice. Um, mm-hmm. I think Ben being just like confused as fuck and Polly just doing whatever the fuck. <laughs> the including... scene where the scene where the doctor just says a tongue twister and Ben is confused, but then Polly just joins in because yes. she's like, "Fuck it, why not?" is so good. Yes, I actually really like those interactions. I think I'm going to like him as a doctor. I so legitimately something. think you will like him a lot as a doctor. Um, um, he is he is the short-tempered, uh, mischievous one. Yes. And you have to... I think I said that I like characters that are short-tempered because they usually have something to back that up. If he's mischievous and likes, like, pranks or just being, like, a little piece of shit, like, cool, okay. If he's just an asshole, like I thought the first doctor was, yeah, I have trouble the- with that. That's what I mean when I say, like, the the better elements of the first Doctor are what carry over to the second Doctor. Like, yeah. this second Doctor is not an arsehole for no reason. Um, mm-hmm. He loses his temper sometimes. Like, if he doesn't know what's going on and the companion's like, what's going on, Doctor? He'll lose his, 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 his temper because he's like, I don't fucking know what's going on. Why are you asking me? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's great. Um, so, but yeah. if there weren't... Like, the small issues I had with it, like, it drags on. I don't think it needs to be six episodes either. It really doesn't. Yeah. Um, I liked that I saw a character go fucking cuckoo. That, I thought, was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, legitimately I, the way cuckoo. They hand- and, and it's not just, like... To me, it's not that just that he goes crazy because, like, the Daleks have taken over. It's the fact he goes crazy because of... That, the fact he was warned and he realises he was wrong, and the fact that every other human in the colony completely gaslights him over it. He mm-hmm. just, he snaps. He completely yeah. loses his mind. Yeah, no. Absolutely. At one point I thought he was going to think he was a Dalek, and I was just like, alright, well, shit. Um, 
I probably would have rated this a 9 other than those things. That's fair. Honestly, same. If not for those few things, I would have rated... Actually, yeah, to be fair, it is not as bad as some of the older episodes, so I would give it a 7, to be honest. I, I, I guess for me, it is really a case of, like, there are a lot better episodes, in my opinion, that I would go back and watch instead of this one. Yes. Um, I think... I think, honestly, this is probably one of my favorite episodes out of all the ones we've watched so far. But again... And that's why it's not it one of the drags. highest rated ones. It it drags, and there's issues with it. But I think I enjoyed this one probably out of the last few. Oh, wait, Hannah, I should probably write down what score you gave it so I don't have to come back and... It, it's like later. a seven and a half, seven. Okay, if you say seven and a half, I'm rounding up. Okay, no, seven. Yeah, seven it is. So, okay. So the next episode is called The Highlanders. It's all about the Highlands in Scotland uh, during, I believe... I can't remember the exact period. I can't remember if it's some sort of Scottish Civil War or um, uh, Scottish... I think it's uh, Scottish-British... Uh, one of the Scottish-British Wars. Um, but the main thing you need to know from that is that we pick up a new companion. Hmm. A Scot by the name of Jamie, who is one of my favourite companions. Uh, A guy. Um, He is great. He's a perfect foil for this Doctor. He's a bit dumb because he doesn't fully understand a lot of things because he's from the past. But also, um, he isn't afraid to challenge the Doctor on certain things. Uh, But unfortunately, we don't get to see the Highlanders because it's completely missing. Um, It's one of the last purely historical Doctor Who episodes uh, because there's no aliens or anything. It's just purely historical. And unfortunately, it's completely missing. Um, Which is a shame. Um, Oh, God, I don't know anything about Scottish-British battles. It's set in the mid eighteen hundred, not the mid eighteen hundreds, the mid eighteenth century. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whatever that means for you. Uh, but yeah, so we pick up Jamie McCrimmon. That's his name, McCrimmon. Mm-hmm. A very Scottish name. And uh, the next episode that we watch instead, that we are going to watch, is called the Underwater Menace. An episode with sets and beautiful costumes and quick question is this sarcasm no okay. there are sets and the costumes are in my opinion kind of kind of cool and beautiful um mm-hmm. i will say thank god it's only four episodes long yeah yeah so look forward to <sighs> it <laughs> um, Can't wait. but the problem is only episodes two and three have survived, so episodes one and four are tally snaps. So because oh, I'm going to hate this even more, aren't I? It was their tally snaps because they didn't believe the episode was popular enough to justify spending money animating it. So that's how much faith they had in this episode, which tells you how good this episode is. Oh, I'm going to give this like um, a zero or a one, aren't I? Honestly, I think you will. I don't like this episode, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, right. it does have some redeeming qualities. Like, the, some of the shots are nice, and the costumes are pretty weird and cool. 
but mm-hmm. the fact it's a telesnap drags it down immensely. But thankfully, it's the only telesnap official release that we watch so far. <laughs> they could uh-huh. release one for like a previous episode we've missed, but mm. this is the only one. Um, so, um, we should mention we are trying, unless plans have changed between recording and when it happens, uh, to do an, a second movie podcast episode on the 29th because it's yes. Halloween month so fuck it yep. we may as well try um, um I'm not sure if we're gonna watch like we've been doing bad episode good episode bad episode good episode I'm not sure if I just want to throw that out the wall and just like well, okay, watch an original thing. slasher I, I well, well I thought we were gonna try and watch Attack the Block yeah I was gonna say if so, the plan is, Barry really asked us to watch Attack the Block, which I agreed, it's a really good movie. It's well, another to be fair, light he, horror to be, movie. To be fair, he actually said, if you guys do Attack the Block, I want to be on that one. Yes. But, um, and so I, I said, get... okay. And so I was going to say, if he's able to come, we will do Attack the Block. If he's not, I will probably just do, like, a Freddy movie or something. Yeah, I guess to me, it's like, it's Halloween. I, I feel like we either watch a a, a, a kind of B-movie, but not bad, more enjoyable Halloween movie, like a, a one of the ones that have been on Red Letter Media, like Hacker Lantern or something. <laughs> or we oh, watch a, we an actual, watch. like, an actual, like, scary horror movie. Um, so, okay, I know a, it's not really a B-movie, it's like a B-plus movie, really. That, that That's not a fucking thing, dear. Well, I'm saying it's like... It's, it's up there, but it, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I'll show you the movie after we're done. But like, we'll figure it out if he's coming or not, and then we'll do go from there. So yeah, that's a good idea. So the details for it will be posted in the Patreon post. So long as I yes. haven't forgotten, I um, God, I hope it, it doesn't. It also might not be at the ten thirty Central Time. We might have it at a different time depending on our schedules. But it will mm-hmm. be hopefully that day, no matter what. Yes. Just make sure you join the server and get the role, and we'll keep you updated on there for mm-hmm. as as often and as soon as we can. So. Yes. Anyway. Yep. Anything else you want to mention that we have plans solidly for? Um, share the Patreon around because that helps us make more good content. I guess. That, that that legitimately helps us out more than anything else. Or just listen to the podcast if you want. Just, you know, tell your friends. Tell your dog. Tell your tell clergy. Your, tell your boss. Tell, tell, no. tell that drunk person that comes into the gas station in the middle of the night that you sometimes see around your town that you maybe don't want to talk to that much. It's fine. Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That is not my father at all. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> that's nothing like my father. No, that no, anyway. it's not. That's your mom. It's fine. Damn no! She doesn't get drunk. <laughs> I like how that's the part you're worried well, about. Also, the other stuff, but like the most <laughs> obvious one I can point out without revealing too much about my mother is that she doesn't get that sort of drunk. <sighs> anyway. Goodbye. We'll see you next episode for The Underwater Menace. Happy Halloween! What?